Unfiltered, unapologetic, and unallen. Welcome to the Un-American Football Show. I'm your host, not Alan. I'm also not Steve. I am, in fact, Ryan. That's right, I've been given the keys to the show, and I'm here to take you for a ride around the league as we take a look back on week three. Yeah, another week which saw some wild results and some wild moments. Looking at you, Ken Dorsey. And of course, we'll look towards next week too, with a dash of Power Rankings chat sprinkled on top. To help with all this, we have the ever-level-headed Nate and the ever-controversial Ross. Or is that the wrong way around? Guys, how are we? Uh, I don't I don't think I'm controversial. No? no You're definitely not level-headed, though. Okay. I'm not level-headed. I'm not controversial. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say I'm pretty uh, opinionated is fair, but controversial? I don't think I push the bay out of that quite just, far just, enough. Uh, the whole podcast just says it how it is, I think. I think Charismatic. That's, that's, oh, definitely charismatic. Uh, that's, that's a win. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I'd, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit, bit arrogant to say it of yourself, isn't it? Yeah, no. <laughs> that's definitely going your Twitter profile by the end of the night. I don't have one. I'm banned from it. Was <laughs> <laughs> charismatic and controversial? I've literally run out of email addresses, phone numbers to use for uh, Twitter accounts. Hashtag <laughs> free Nate. Hashtag free Nate. Get it trending, guys. I've only, I, all I did was call a cunt a cunt. I don't know what's wrong. I think that's yeah. probably, probably the use of language there, mate. I think that's probably exactly what's done you in there. Sorry, well, sorry. I mean, it was a person with a blue tick that I called a cunt, so that's why. I'm, I'm, on that. this side of the pond, that's a pretty tame opinion. On the other side, not so much. Yeah. It was actually, it was actually because of uh, it, the, the one, the one that did it was I accused the referee and. Who, who officiated the Tranmere versus Stevenage game the opening day of the season uh, to be on the take, and I called him a corrupt cunt. And that's, <laughs> and that's what got me banned from Twitter. Unbelievable. Which, of course, which of course American listeners, um, it, it is actually a term of endearment here. So really, Nate was just being a really friendly. I'm delighted with, complimenting yeah, I'm delighted with him. Yeah, just delighted yeah. with the referee in that particular game. I mean, he, he was beyond useless, to be fair. <laughs> anyway, that's the, wrong type, that's the wrong type of football. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah, let's get back to the right kind of football. Ross, take it away with the news. Yeah, news time. Um, always with the breaking news. Uh, not so much breaking news, a little bit of a dry week, but uh, NFL London games are back and we're all excited, um, even though we're not going to be in attendance uh, this year, I think. But um, they're definitely going to be exactly. seeking out a local watering hole for to have a few pints watching the Saints-Vikings this Sunday. Um, that's taking place at the Spurs Stadium. If you're going, let us know, send us picks. Um, or don't. We're not that fast, to be fair. Um, but in anticipation of the international series kicking off, um, I just thought, you know, we've, we know a little bit more about all the teams taking part in the, the international series this year. Um, I maybe kind of thought some of our opinions would have changed on the games taking place uh, since the, the fixtures came out last year. Because I think we were all looking forward to that Saints-Vikings game. That was the one that kind of stuck out the most um, when all the, the yeah. fixtures came out. But now we know a little bit more about some of these teams. We've also got the Packers versus the Giants as the second game at the Spurs Stadium. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Denver Broncos, which um, will be taking place at Wembley Stadium. And to be fair, nobody, none of us will be getting over to Germany for the Seattle versus Tampa Bay game, but thought I'd throw that in there um, as well for this exercise. So any opinions changed on what game we're most excited about for this? Um, you guys are the neutrals for this, um, this series, to be fair. It's it's a pretty 
horrible lineup now, isn't it? Like now we know more about the uh, about the team to play, and it's 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 mostly very one-sided affairs. I mean, maybe the Jags Broncos might be close, but I can't, wait, actually, for, I can't, I can't wait for yeah. the Jags to absolutely tear them to shreds. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> every week, every week, what I think. Nothing to nothing to do with him at all. Yeah. No. Um, I'm glad you said that. To be fair, because that's probably, you know, by that point, um, you know, I think that's a month away now. It's the 29th of October, yeah. 30th of October that come, that kicks off. Um, Denver might have actually rounded out into some form by that point. Um, be interesting to see what the new yeah, yeah, game advisor coach they hired how that helps them out um, by that point. Um, I think that's the only other game that doesn't seem as one-sided um, compared to the Packers, Giants, Hawks, and Bucks, uh, whereas the Saints-Vikings probably is quite a close one. Yeah, I, I, still, I still think the Saints versus the Vikings will be the best game. Um, I have absolutely no interest whatsoever in watching the Packers versus the Giants. I probably will, just because it's going to be on earlier than the rest of the games. And what else are you going to do on Sunday? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Jags Broncos. That could be a great. It could be an awesome game, particularly if if Jacksonville keep up this start they've had, and uh, the Broncos recover from this start they had. Otherwise, it's going to be a real drab affair, like most Jacksonville games. Um, and then uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, they just. I just. The few the few Jacksonville games I've seen, none of them have been particularly exciting. But that's because the Colts don't ever fucking beat them. Um, and then uh, Hawks versus Bucks, I'm really looking forward to that. But that's just because of it being somewhere new. It's got nothing to do with either team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the the crowd reaction over there. Um, cause... Yeah, just how how amazing would it have been to be you know, be able to get tickets? Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've met of. I've met quite a few fans from the continent um, at previous games, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of turnout it gets. Yeah, we did get a sound lot of, level. We did get a lot of European fans come to the games in London, don't we? Like, oh, it, it's rare that you're sort of walking up towards the stadium without hearing various accents and stuff. It's, it's excellent. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to. I really wanted to go to it, um, just because I love Germany. Um, I imagine the food would be pretty good. Oh, anywhere you go in Germany, the food's amazing. I don't know what I don't really eat a lot of pork, but they, there's something they do in Germany with pork. I don't know whether I don't know whether it's just German pigs, or whether it's just some. I've never had a bad pork dish out there. That's really it's a really out there strange thing to say when you think about it. But they just something they do to just pork. It's just it's just sensational. Maybe I'm always just so full of pilsner that. Uh, Anything oh, tastes that. good, but it's just, yeah. <laughs> there it's, we have it. Nate likes his meat. Oh, um, yes, I do. Um, but yeah, there were five hundred thousand <laughs> people waiting to get tickets to that game. So, wow. Yeah, it's uh, nonsense, really. Hopefully, we'll get to go. Hopefully, they, they go back to Germany. I imagine they will. I'm predicting a record um, number of beer sales for an NFL game in history. Um, yeah, at, at Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be up there. Um, well, I don't know. If I, you think I, about I, it, I, I don't know though because Spurs though. Like Spurs, are, Spurs are very, very efficient in getting the beers out, aren't they? They got, they got like, you know, that like mile long beer, like fucking bar almost, um, and they're very, very quick because they just think the the thing goes on the podium, it fills up from the bottom, away you go. 
I'm going to be hunting down those stats after that game, I think. Um, so be on the lookout for that one uh, in a month or so time. Uh, on to the, the second piece of news I thought was kind of interesting for over the weekend, and that is the announcement of the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, Rihanna is going to be taking the stage in the first ever Apple Music uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Got a new sponsor in this year for the halftime show. Um, I, 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 on the fence with this one, um, I think it's an interesting choice because actually quite interesting politically in some ways, I suppose, because Rihanna and the NFL fell out like over a decade ago about some comments she made about um, football. Um, I feel like only you would know that, Ross. <laughs> big Rihanna fan uh, about 10 years ago, uh, funnily enough, as a, as a teenager. But um, <laughs> moving on now, Rihanna, I don't know. I think it's like at least five, 10 years too late for her popularity at this point. And after the kind of, the glitz and the glamour we got last year with some of those uh, performers. Um, I think yeah. this is a bit of a step down, really, for a halftime show. Massively. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've obviously heard a lot of Rihanna songs. I actually couldn't tell you a single name of them. Um, Bullshit. So... Yeah, bollocks. No, genuinely, like, off the top right. of the head. If you right, here, we go. Me here, we go. To... here we go, quiz. Right. Think about it. Think about it now. <laughs> I, I, I put it to you that you could name at least two, and that's mainly because that's the amount of songs that I can think of off the off the bat without really thinking. I mean, hard. I can hear them in my head. I yeah. just can't. I can't tell you the actual name of them. What's that? What's, um, that, what's the contraption you use when it's raining, Ryan? Oh yeah, brother. There you go. That's one. See. Uh, see, I can. I can rattle. You think you forget? I'm, I'm like a little bit younger than you guys. I can. I can definitely rattle some of these guys off. Well, that's the, what's the one she did with Eminem? Love the way you lie. Get Eminem back. Uh, Actually, that's important. That's, that could be a, get, a way to get Eminem just back. Just Eminem on every Super Bowl show. <laughs> yeah, let's, I, I hope she's done more with Eminem because then we'll just wrap him back into it. Because he he didn't get enough time, I thought, in the, the last halftime show. Um, no, but they listened to Mary J. Bolage. Unreal. Please don't stop yeah. the music. I think a lot of fans will be hoping yeah. that they do stop the music at the halftime show. Um, uh, well, I, I, Ryan uh, made me uh, go away from what I was going to say. I was waiting for you to say, to ask me my opinion on it, and I was literally going to say I've got nothing to say about it. Probably, probably a good point to end the new segment then. Um, disappointment. Uh, well, I, I, I was going to ask, like, is there any particular favourites of your like Super Bowl halftime shows over the years since you guys started watching? There's only been one good one. Go on. That, uh, that would be Shakira and uh, JLo. All right, I give you that. Yep. I thought last year. Uh, I think. Katy Katy you... Perry. Katy Perry's was pretty entertaining because of the shark. If you watch it on mute, she's she's not bad looking. So that's fine. But Shakira, um, unreal, absolutely incredible. Again, mute it. Do, do yourself a favour. Mute it. I think if you rewatch last year's, it's not as bad as people seem to think it was. No, and it's all right. Always, Dre, Dre, Dre and Snoop are cool. Tell you why they were they were done dirty, right? Because it's uh, it was a, like a daytime, like a West Coast um, halftime yeah. show. They're always better when they're nighttime or in a dome or something yeah. like that. It's it's yeah. difficult to do and get the atmosphere right for one that's like in daylight. I think. So, so it's I think like when you have a massive, massive band at a festival at like three in the afternoon, it's just like I just. I haven't. I haven't had long enough. I'm still hungover from the night before. I've not. I've not had enough time to get hyped up for this. Like, so <laughs> just, just to make a point of, of uh, just to make a point of how kind of out of touch I am. Uh, was it two? Was it two, three years ago? Two years ago when they had the weekend on, and I remember when they announced him, and I was just like, "Who?" 
Like genuinely, <laughs> like apparently yeah. he was some massive star. I never heard of him at all. And I found I, the halftime show really weird when he was going through that maze of mirrors and yeah, yeah, he was, very he was strange. He, he was done dirty by the the COVID, uh, having the COVID the Super Bowl halftime show. To be fair, and yeah, I think you're right. He had he has absolute bangers of tunes, right? He has like good songs out there, but not the biggest star. I think. Now, now the weekend. I couldn't name you any of his songs. No, no. I yeah. One, one, maybe. Uh, so there's the something that says like there, something saying light, isn't there? I can't remember. Blind, blinding lights, I suppose. Blinded, blinded by the lights. And, yeah, and, that's it's, the yeah. and it ain't a bad tune. Um, I just have no interest in listening to anything else by him. Mm. Yeah, we probably should not take up a uh, pop quiz of any sort anytime soon. Oh, definitely not. No. Music's not my coming next. Coming coming to the tough show next week. <laughs> music music quiz one. We're gonna play another one. Yeah. We, we, we have nothing to talk mind. about. We should do a music Buzzcocks episode. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, right. Well, moving on from uh, pop pop Christian shenanigans, uh, we have Nate with. It's the week in sixty seconds. Yeah, so I lo- I did actually more or less lose my voice this morning. Uh, I'm battling aeroplane post aeroplane aids. Yeah, Nate, Nate's not just being quiet for you guys today. He is he is ill. That is the um, official um, diagnosis, by the way, is post aeroplane aids. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, I always, I always get it. I always get it if I've been on holiday somewhere hot, like going from somewhere hot to somewhere cold, so, like. Outside to aircon, outside to aircon, just fucks with my fucks with my sinuses and everything. And then aeroplanes, you know, pressurized cabins aren't the best for avoiding pathogens. And I always get sat next to a proper greasy slob of a fucker. <laughs> oh, I think, might have that yeah. same experience in a few days' time. <laughs> the bloke, think, uh, bloke behind me was awful. If you're sitting next to some greasy slob, what do you think they're thinking? <laughs> some, some skinny shit next to them. <laughs> <laughs> I cry for two right, seconds. Right, Ross, put your fucking claws away, son. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway, yeah, <clears throat> I took a sip of tea so I could uh, I could prepare myself for this. I've got to do it again now because I've told you. Mm. Well, we are right. ready whenever you are. Uh, have you got a timer? Are you just going to press it when I start talking, or do you need me to do a timer? Uh, I can do it. Yeah, let's grab a timer. Uh, you ready? Yeah, just tell me when to go. Three, two, one, go. The Browns started the action off this week winning fairly comfortably versus an incredibly lacklustre Steelers. Sunday saw a lot of narrow victories with the Texans at Bears, Chiefs at Colts, <coughs> Bills at Dolphins, butt punt anyone, Lions at Vikings, Vikings and Raiders at Titans all going away at the home teams with the Falcons and Packers winning in Seattle and Tampa. All of those games finished with less than four points separating teams. Bucking Sunday's close game trend, however, Lamar absolutely tooled up the Patriots, the Bengals rolled the Jets, the Eagles hunted Wentz's commanders and the Jaguars were electric against the banged up Bucks. The Rams won fairly comfortably, if not overly impressively, against the Cardinals and the Broncos inched to a one-point victory over the 49ers that would be remembered for Jimmy doing a Dan Orlovsky. Finally, last night, the Cowboys ended the Giants' undefeated start in NYC. And that, my friends, is how do you do the week in well under 60 seconds. You were bang on 55. 
Not bad. Since you sound like you're going through puberty. Yeah. <laughs> that little that little cough in the middle cost me five cost me about five seconds because I it did, did three times this morning and bang on thirty sec fifty seconds you, every time. You you fumbled the snap. You still got it out. You you, you good. You I didn't do it, Jimmy. I basically manifested uh, Matt Ryan this weekend. I uh, I fumbled but still managed to uh, get the job done. MVP Matt Ryan. MV, MV, oh yeah, MVP. <laughs> well, well, moving on, uh, we got a little bit of football chat, starting with uh, the Colts and the Chiefs. Any thoughts on this this game, guys? Yeah, Especially I, I was going to say, imagine Nate has a few. Um, but yeah, I, how did it happen, Nate? Because I I was watching it on like Red Zone, and I just was expecting to see clips of the Chiefs every five or six um, minutes, like driving down the field, picking up third downs, and just never materialized in the second half. Yeah, so so um, the, the the reef was open, and uh, Sky Sky Moore, I'd say the Colts went three and uh, no, they didn't go three and out on their first drive, but they might as well have done. Um, punted on their punted off their first drive. Um and uh, Sky Moore lost the ball in the sun. I I can I've got only got to assume he lost the ball in the sun, because otherwise that drop is at, that muff punt is absolutely horrendous, just horrendous. But yeah, he he, he muffed it. Colts recovered it, uh, and then they actually scored a touchdown from it. Uh, Matt Ryan to Jelani Woods, I think on third down, so they almost did a Indianapolis and. Had a goal line, goal line, uh, drive fail. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they um, they 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 uh, Jelani Woods got his first first uh, touchdown of the season. Nice play design. He uh, he sort of out on the corner, nice, just free. They uh, the the um, the back that should have been tracking him just got lost. I think Matt Ryan gave him a bit of the eyes, so that's nice. Um, and then on on a late on a, another play later on they had another um another mess up with uh with a with receiving a punt um which enabled uh the Colts to down it on the one um which is you know it's always a nice feeling when you when you pin them back there um Matt and Amandola for the the uh for the uh, Chiefs missed two Two field goals. I think he missed a field goal and an extra point. And on it, one that's, of right, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which cake was obviously costly because that wins you the game if you're the Chiefs. That's uh, yes. four four points lost basically. Yeah. Looks like um, obviously taking it taking advantage of that muff punt early on, giving you guys a lead, give you guys a bit of hope. Um, yeah. And then you guys led on time of possession as well. Chiefs were. Three and ten on third down efficiency, like that's we, that's that's a struggling Chiefs off offense. Yeah, um, we did a, we did a really good job of uh, keeping Mahomes off the field in the second half. Yeah, definitely looks like it. I think how did Taylor look? Because Taylor's obviously you know everyone's fantasy darling at the start of the year. Probably everyone's or the majority of people's first overall pick in fantasy drafts. He, um, I mean, he uh, he he. Uh, <laughs> he looked fine. Like he 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 did. He he 
surpassed last Sunday's workload inside five minutes. Yeah, Which given the ball. Tells you everything need, you need to know about Frank Wright's prey calling against the Jaguars. Fucker. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, he was um, yeah, he was fine. He was good. Um, quietly efficient. Didn't really do anything wrong. Whatever. Uh, Matt Ryan Matt Ryan delivered his 43rd career game-winning drive, which is six months of any quarterback in the Super Bowl era. Um, and he has more than anybody. He's more than anybody since he's been drafted. It's pretty good. Um, he didn't get uh, Mahomes. We barely blitzed Mahomes, which obviously he's used to being blitzed. Um, we really, uh, we really said, "Go and beat us through the air," which is kind of a bold thing to do to, to Mahomes, and he failed. I was going to say, I think it's. Um... I think you're probably right. I think early, especially early in his career, there's a lot of blitzing, and Mahomes is actually really good against the blitz. I think the blueprint now for teams has been, uh, if they're going to beat Mahomes in that offense, is to sit back, let them be patient, try and matriculate the ball down the field, um, get them into those third down situations where you have an opportunity to get off the field. And it looks like the Colts defensively play, you know, implemented that plan. It was a big step up. It was a big step up from the defense this week. A massive step up. Um, they've not been good this season so far. In the, it's only two games, three games now in, uh, but really bad against the Jags. Really bad against the Texans. Um, Stephen Gilmore had a had a day. A lot of part, a lot of very good pass breakups. A lot of uh, a lot of just being in the right place at the right time to cause problems for his receivers. Uh, and Gokway caused problems. Quitty Pay caused problems. Buckner was back. Um, obviously, Buckner missed out uh, last last week. And I say, uh, missing Buckner and Leonard is awful. Just horrible. The couple, the the, the defense goes to absolute shambles. In worse news, it looks like we lost Julian Blackman again, which is such a shame because he missed out most of last season with an injury, and he went out of the game in the first half injured. It's just. He's an unbelievable safety, and it's a real, real, real shame that we're going to miss him. Um, I haven't seen any confirmation that we're going to miss him, so fingers crossed we could really use him against uh, Tennessee next week. Uh, it re- really, it was really it wasn't a game that the Colts won so much as uh, the Chiefs losing this one. Um, the Colts did what they needed to do, but they should never have had a chance against. Casey, if they were firing, but they just didn't. They just weren't. Yeah, no, it's um, it looks like one of those games where they're just frustrated, and you could, you saw it at one point. Uh, Mahomes getting into it with um, the OC, um, which the uh, Sean McCoy uh, yeah, spoke I mean. out about that. Apparently, it's uh, not been a bit of a common thing for him. So um, maybe something to keep an eye on. I have no idea. Um, moving on to Vikings Lions, um, unfortunately. Uh, for myself a um, couple of keynotes from this game uh, Dalvin Cook dislocated his shoulder again he maybe is back this week apparently um, it's been fixed and apparently he'll be in some kind of sling so he might be back but they yeah, are Madison back there so they should be fine um, Amon around St. Brown went out with an in- anchor injury partway through the game but came back um, they're apparently positive on that so he should be fine for next week as well uh and deandre swift um 
I think he had some kind of ankle injury as well. He might be out for a couple of weeks, um, which should be fine because Jamal Williams has seemingly taken up the slack even with uh, DeAndre Swift there. So um, I'm pretty confident in that going forward. But this is kind of similar game script to the Colts-Chiefs game, really. Um, it was sort of the more the Vikings to lose, even though they won in the end. Um but they were just not really firing on all cylinders. Um, special teams on both sides were awful. Uh, Missfield goals all over the all over the shop. Um, Justin Jefferson was completely shut down by Jeff Okuda, which is really yeah. positive to see. Yeah, that's what um, that's what I was going to say. The scheming of yeah. scheming from the Lions to keep Justin Jefferson quiet, which for the second week in a row as well. Um, uh, Jefferson had a quiet game. Um, I think you've got to give a massive massive. Uh, Massive credit to uh, Akuda, but just the, the 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 defensive coordinator there as well. He just shut shut him the hell down. It's yeah, very there, very. There's impressive. still still a lot of weak spots on that defense, but there's a lot of bright spots um, as well. Alex Rodriguez, uh, Alex Rodriguez, uh, Malcolm Rodriguez again stepped up, um, eight tackles, um, and I think. Um, Amane, yeah, Amane um, also had nine tackles, uh, one tackle for a loss as well, and also pretty much shut out Adam Phelan as well. Um, they really got into it at the end as well. Adam Phelan basically had his hands all over him and then turned around and threw a hissy fit at the uh, sideline official trying to call for PI and didn't get it. It was actually oh, that's, really that's, funny that's, to see. That's something, that, that's something worth mentioning from the Colts game as well. Late, late on, Patrick Mahomes wanted a wanted a face mask uh, call. Yeah, and you look at the replay, and he's got his hands literally like gripping EJ Speed's face mask, and he's pulling him back as he goes through. It's just like, <laughs> dude, dude are, you, yeah. are, you, are you sure you want to ride that train? Are you sure you want to ride that train? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to derail, son. I've, I've noticed um, across the league, really, the fish has been a, a little bit less winning to just give uh, penalties based on reactions from players. No, so based, based, based on your surname. <laughs> well, but I mean, there's been a, a few times this season already where I've seen X player throwing his hands up in the end. They're just like, nah, piss off, go away. Uh, um, I was uh, going to ask you, Ryan. I think um, your your coach DC has already acknowledged it in in the post match press conference, but. That decision to go for the what was it fifty plus yard field goal um, with yeah. over a minute left uh, from Minnesota's thirty six, but it was fourth and four, a manageable you know situation to pick up the first down and basically seal the game. Uh, your offense has been kind of hit and miss all the second half really, but you got to trust some of your 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 talented playmakers in that spot at fourth and four to seal the game, surely. Yeah, no, it's it's a curious one because I mean we've been firing on all cylinders offensively the last two games and sort of the first half of this game, and then all of a sudden the the just everything flips and it went back to kind of being very conservative, almost like the start of last season, uh, which was curious. I don't know if there was a bit of complacency being ahead of a divisional opponent, maybe trying to just sort of safeguard a possible win, which. As we know in this league, it's never going to work. You're always going to end up shooting yourself in the foot, and we did. Um, but yeah, you could see it um, in the last five minutes. We had, and I, I know we were trying to run down the clock, but we were just literally running it into the brick wall that was the Vikings' defensive line. I, like, I, I, I hate it. I think as soon as, uh, yeah, as as soon as 
they they missed that field goal, which again, 54 yards is no certainty. I think anything over 45 yards in that situation when it's fourth and four, you know, you're kind of leaving it in, you're, you're trusting too much uh, faith in your, your kicker at that point. That's 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 a difficult kick, right? And it's, um, yeah, I mean, receivers, yes, sir. No, so, and then it takes the Vikings three plays to march down 56 yards. You knew that yeah. the, all the momentum was with them and the, you know, Cousins, old Kirky boy hit um, KG Osborne on a, a deep shot and that was all she wrote really, basically. Um, yeah. I think, you know, obviously, I think Campbell already said if he could have that moment back, that decision back, he would, you know, probably go for it in four from four at least and die, die trusting in the offense rather than being, just trying to run down the clock and kick the field goal there. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, again a head scratcher because I mean it's, our receivers are still getting open even St. Brown even with the hobbled ankle was still finding ways to get open Josh Reynolds stepped up massively um, in his partial absence he went 6 for 96 uh, longest was a 26 yard catch uh, on 10 targets so people were getting open it's just yeah for some reason we decided in that final 5 minutes this just drain the clock as, as much as possible which you do have to do a little bit of but at the same time you still need to at least get down the field and get within a reasonable field goal range. I'm, I'm not sure that range was the most effective possible. Ironic as well that the um, the secondary uh, cover on like Jefferson and Phelan was sort of locked high, and then Osborne just gets an absolutely blown open coverage and is nowhere near a defender on that on that final play. So yeah, there's there's a lot to learn. Um, which Campbell threw his heads hands up and said, "Yep." We'll, we'll learn from that um so yeah i'm not i'm not concerned you know, there's a lot of our reactions final point though it is, it is massive though right like if, if you had any hopes of maybe clinching up a last um maybe the last playoff spot in the nfc or something like that at nine or ten wins and this is a divisional opponent right vikings now yeah. have two division wins um i think the vikings are going to be honestly i think they're probably gonna have another win this sunday that's a little bit of a spoiler but um you know they're suddenly looking a little bit, sitting a little bit more pretty after a dreadful Monday night football. Now they get that that late comeback, um, and suddenly they're rolling into London. Yeah, so long as they're not on prime time, I think they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but moving on from any homerism, oh yeah, go on, go on, go on. Sorry, I was actually listening. I know I was looking at my phone whilst you two were discussing that. Then I was listening. Um, so. Uh, just thought an interesting stat I thought would come out of it. Kirk Cousin, 33rd straight game with a touchdown passed, which is the longest active streak in the league. Uh, and his uh, 21st game-winning drive is... Uh, um, in his, uh, sorry, and it was his 21st game-winning drive, which uh, second all-time by a fourth-rounder. Oh. That's, uh, he's quite... He's, he's, Joe, Joe, he can be... Joe Thiesman has the has the record for that yeah, one. Yeah, it's it's that it's the thing with Kirk, isn't it? He can be so good, and then the next minute you're just absolutely killed by him. It's, yeah, as I mean, again, he, as long as you're not yeah. a prime time, you you seem to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that um, I, just, I just wanted to drop that in because I know that Ross creams for him. Uh, he did. I appreciate it. Bit, I, I did it, Captain Kirk. What, what's it? Kirk says you, you like that the little meme video. Yeah, everyone okay, likes it. Yeah. Like Everyone it. likes that. Everyone likes it. <laughs> uh, Patriots and Ravens. Ravens 37, Patriots 26. Any thoughts on this one? Uh, oh, actually, before we get in too deep into it, uh, Mac Jones went off very late um, and he apparently has a very severe high ankle sprain, so he looks to be out 
several weeks potentially season that's not been confirmed yet but yeah that's, that's a real shame um any thoughts on this one uh yeah, yeah i've got a cu- i've got a couple so um first of all what was what was uh Devonte parker on he had a great game oh yeah it's weird yeah, it, 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 it's he weird. was uh, like 107 for free targets or something was 100, 157 receiving yards how many targets uh, I don't actually know. I didn't write I should, that down. I have to get it up here real quick. Uh, Sorry. Uh, what he was on was five. what he was on was actually the uh, the offensive corner's mind for the first time this season. A complete, which was, a complete uh, and a complete lack of coverage. Like, right? Yeah. Just uh, we all know that yeah. if you cover him, he doesn't do anything all day. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, he just actually tried. They actually just made a concerted effort to get him the ball on a couple of deep shots. Really, I mean. Yeah. Um, um, Nelson Aguilar fumble was absolutely stupid. Dreadful. Yeah. I thought it was, or- I thought it was awful. Um, yeah, yeah, what was the it's... turnover battle on this one? It was like the Patriots gave up four turnovers, like I think a couple in the yeah. fourth quarter when they were actually driving to try and get back in the game. Like, it's just inexcusable, really. Uh, they had three fumbles, three interceptions. Oof. Okay, bad. Right, now, here, here, now here's a question. Uh, what's wrong with Kendrick Bourne? It's funny you say that because I was I was just thinking um, about about like, looking at his stats because he he was 20, in the doghouse. 20, Twenty snaps. Twenty snaps. Aglaw got fifty one. Lil wow. Jordan Humphrey, fifty three. Devante Parker, sixty six. That's actually his name. Wow. Okay. It is no, yeah, Lil Jordan. <laughs> Lil Jordan is actually his name. Um, and the and the funniest thing is Lil Jordan Humphrey. I'm gonna say his full name every time. Um, Fifty three snaps, zero catches. Born one got, target. Oh, born, yeah, one target. Born got four catches, fifty eight yards. Like why? Why is Humphrey out there so much and Born isn't? Like like Humphrey's a practice squad player. Like Kendrick Bourne, he might not be a world beater, but like he's a he's a better depth piece than he's currently being used as. Uh, I mean, he, I, I, I'd say he's. I don't, maybe this is a bit ridiculous to say. Uh, maybe I'll regret saying this, but like, I'd put him on in the exact same tier as Devante Parker. He's, they, a, he's a good they, player. They should be. They should be. They should be getting a pretty even share of targets. I think. I think- Kendrick Bourne was kind of a bit of a fancy darling last season. He's saved me a, a fair few times in a couple of my leagues. Um, he's a good player um, in that system. Well, yeah, the previous system, obviously everything's changed in New England now, apparently. Mm. The only possible answer to why is one with Kendrick Bourne is Matt Patricia. Because, I mean, mm, take it from yeah. me, Matt Patricia really does not like certain players for whatever reason um i'm not gonna go into yeah. every single horror story that came out of detroit but if 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 he just doesn't like somebody that's it he so. had a he had a better day on sunday though although i think a lot yeah. of it was um uh kind of late in the late in the game um as the ravens defense started to tire but yeah he had 58 yeah. yards on sunday so he's they're trying to get him back in the game plan i think but um maybe it was after Aguilar um fumbled potentially i don't know but um, my, I mean, I'd, I'd rather not focus on the Patriots as much because they lost, and I think they're going to be bad. I don't think we'll be talking about them as much in a, a month from now. Um, yeah. Whereas the Ravens, on the other hand, 
how good does Lamar Jackson look? Um, because he has been, you know, I mean, the stats will look unreal and every highlight I see is him scampering away from defenders, um, dotting up secondaries uh, at put, the moment. Put your money on him being MVP now. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I'm going to go again. I, I, I might regret saying this later, but I'm going to go out on a limb. He's going to be the first player in history to be a unanimous MVP twice. And the crazy thing is the Ravens are hesitant. Well, not hesitant, but they're seemingly lowballing him. It's quite nice. It's, uh, I think it's really rare where we've seen in in recent history where we've seen players holding out for a black. I mean, he's not holding out; is he, he's playing, but like, like refusing for set to settle for a contract that he doesn't f- feel that values him properly, right? Uh, it's really rare that we then see them just go out and fucking ball. Yeah, look at Kyle. Look at Kyle Murray, for instance. I mean, he got paid, and he's rubbish. He's definitely betting on himself, Jackson. He is. He's currently. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 three games in, right? Like, so always a pinch of salt. But he's currently fifth in rushing yards, whilst leading the league in passing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. like stupid. I can't describe it. But it's stupid. That Literally is. is their offense. You know, like it, three games. People, is like people will stop talking about Michael Vick because they'll just mention Jackson instead, right? Like. I say he like is that, I, he is that here, yeah. I said take a pinch of salt because we're three games in, but that, it actually works both ways. It's not a small sample size, like you know, it's it's no. three full games against NFL defenses, yeah. and he's again to repeat leading in pass down touches while being fifth in the league in rushing yards with with over two hundred three games yeah. into the year. Like pe- it's, people it's know fun. he's going to run. Yeah, like and and what's what's more incredible about the fact that he's putting these stats up right is he hasn't got he hasn't got anybody protecting his blind side. They were the Ravens played with their fourth string left tackle, Patrick McCarry. That's his name. Remember it. No, you wait because he got injured in the first quarter. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, you, yeah, we 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 joke about it, and obviously it's remarkable that what he's doing with the stats. But that's, that's you you worry. You hope that doesn't it's come a, back that, to haunt that, them. That's a that's a problem. The rest of that game, um, fourth round rookie Daniel Farley Falele. Oh, that's an awesome name, Falele. Uh He played left tackle, and that was a that was a position he didn't play in college. Yeah, no, you, I definitely, I definitely worry hearing that now. But because who do they who do they play next? Uh, Buffalo, the Bills. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Von Von Miller is going to be Von Von Miller. Von, Von Miller. Von Miller is a hungry, hungry man. That that, <laughs> that Bills he's, he's, he's he's going to. F- Feed on a fourth round rookie that's never played left tackle. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, he just, might, he just might not be there. He might just like you know what, I ain't playing. No, I mean no, <laughs> there is there is a chance there is a chance that uh, so the Ravens are the Ravens are looking for Ronnie Stanley um, to to make his uh, debut for them, and obviously that would be a much better position for them to be in. Um, he has he, he has been. Um, <coughs> Oh, sorry. Um, he has he has been practicing the last three weeks, so it's a matter of time with him as to when they feel comfortable. But he's coming off an ankle break, so fortunately, it wasn't an Achilles break because you know no one comes back from that properly, do they? Yeah, I mean, and especially they, especially not on the O line. 
I mean, and they they gave him a big contract to be that guy to protect um, Jackson. Yeah, He's he's missed thirty one of the past thirty two games for the Bill for the Ravens because yeah. of that because of that ankle break so that's a big problem but they're looking forward to him actually making a making a start for once but I wouldn't be surprised if it's not this week and they go with uh, Patrick McCarry well let's move swiftly on let's get the sped up a little bit uh, to Chargers, Jaguars. Jaguars beat the Chargers 38-10. Uh, I don't really have much to add to this other than they should not have started her, but you guys? Yeah, yeah they, um... they, they, they... Their roster looks banged the hell up. I alluded to that in the week in 60 seconds, the banged up bolts. Uh, little sneak preview for our uh, for our um, uh, power rankings here for the next several weeks. Expect them to fall like a stone. Yeah, Very for sure. Especially with um, charges already. If, if Herbert continues yeah. to be banged up, they're just, they're just, um, they're not the same team if he can't step up in the pocket no. and take a hit. Um, It'll be really frustrating if the only reason the Denver Broncos make the postseason is because the Chargers were too hurt to beat them to it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, good for the Jags, though. I mean, talk about our power yeah. rankings. They're they're going to be one of the, the higher faster risers Trevor, so they, Trevor they, they, yeah they were the they were the biggest risers this week yeah Zay Jones, Zay Jones uh, Christian Kirk looking pretty decent and Trevor Lawrence starting to kind of mold into that quarterback we thought he would be so it's something that Arizona. something that did did annoy me last week were people instantly like jumping to that oh we've gone we we maybe we were too 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 uh too quick to to Doubt Christian Kirk. No, we weren't. He's still being overpaid. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't get sidelined on this. Yes, I mean, I always thought he was a decent receiver, but is he? Is he WR one elite money? He's got to do it for a lot. He's got to do it a lot longer than three games to earn that money, right? Like three games. He's been great so far. If he does it towards the end of the season and then continues at the beginning of the season, we take a step back and go, "You're a little bit harsh." Jags are getting good off good good value for money, but he's got to do it continuously. That's 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 the problem there. He needs to do it continually. Christian Kirk sends his regards to uh, Kenny Golladay. Um, <laughs> moving on to Cardinals and Rams. Rams beat the Cardinals twenty to twelve. I didn't actually see much of this game. Did any of you guys? Um, uh, I, I watched. I was watching um, Red Zone, and I was. I was sort of chuckling away to myself every time it cut to it and they were like oh yeah oh, like the Rams have the ball again uh. <laughs> yeah the uh, I mean Murray threw 58 passes in this in this game um, which is just not I think it adds to what I was trying to say last last week about yeah, their, that's a really their running game stat, isn't it? about their, their running game like if, if he if he's bottled up which we know the Rams defense can do to him because um, they did it to him in the playoffs and a lot last year um yeah, he that offense is not. It just doesn't. It's just not efficient anymore. If he's bottled up. Yeah, I that the stat you opened with then is incredible. Uh, I think I have one that's more incredible. Just just to show you how bad they are at the moment. Uh, they they managed twenty two yards from their opening thirteen plays, and that was over four drives. Cool. Wow. That's yeah. that is diabolical, isn't it? That is unreal. 
That is crazy. Um, they did start to, you know, they they did they did improve from there. Um, like their final five possessions were nineteen plays, eight plays, sixteen plays, twelve plays, and seventeen plays. Um, so they did start, you know, putting putting drives together, but they just couldn't finish them, and that's a, that was a massive problem. They couldn't finish them. They couldn't get in the end zone. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hollywood Brown got got fourteen, caught fourteen of seventeen targets on one hundred and forty yards. You know, ten yards, ten yards per catch is proper proper it's exactly what you want from him he's a guy who's coming to be your starting guy but if you can't put him can't can't put him in the end zone there's there's almost no point in doing it um he only he murray only um i mean this was sort of dictated by the the defensive scheme so we can't maybe we can't put it down to murray too much he only tied tried 22 20 plus air air yard passes and it only completed one of them that's uh when you're chasing the game all day long, that's a real problem, isn't it? It's definitely a misleading scoreline, I think, in this one. Um, oh yeah, Arizona picked up yards late and uh, yeah. you know made the game somewhat close with a late field goal, but they only had that because Cam Akers <clears throat> coughed the ball up at the Arizona one uh, on the drive before when they were on the doorstep of putting the, ba- the, the game to bed, and that would have been like a three-score game, and that was probably a fair <laughs> reflection. On who was the more dominant team in this game? It was definitely the Rams. The Rams look far and away um, superior to the, the Cardinals at this stage. And uh, a continuous theme, I think, on this show every week now is we we slag off uh, Cliff Kingsbury in this offense and the the direction of the Cardinals because they are not a pretty watch at the moment. No, the uh, it's incredible. What's probably gone very soon. Yeah, I mean the only the only I mean, we we had a lot of we had some praise from them last last week because of the the comeback against the Raiders. There were some unbelievable plays there from Kyler Murray. We know what this kid is capable of. Um, you know, he's one of the best athletes in the league um, when he when he's used properly um, and when there's a, a coaching staff and a scheme or a, and a supporting cast around him that can get the best out of his talent. And yeah. they just don't have that at the moment. They just don't have don't seem to have a plan to get, to utilize his skill set to to the most efficient way. It's it's incredible what a difference a year makes, isn't it? Because this by this time last year, we were already all of us saying the Cardinals are the best team to watch in the league at the moment because every single one of their games is fun. They ain't fun anymore. They're yeah, just they're bad. The worst, yeah. Um, again, I'm 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 a, I'm a quick becoming stato today. Um, Matthew Stafford completed ten of eleven passes on play action for 168 yards, um, which is a uh, uh, a play action rate forty six point two percent, which is the highest in a game for the last seven seasons. He definitely loves it. Any anything you can get yeah. Cooper Cup involved in as well. Yeah. Well, Cup was quiet though, wasn't he? 44, 44 yards or something. Yeah, they, I mean that's probably what you're going to get in divisional games. To be fair, uh, we saw it with Justin Jefferson in the Vikings game. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. Another couple of examples of that this week where division opponents know how to. You know, focus yeah. on the, the other team's key star, um, but yeah. the Rams have too many weapons to. They did, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, it was uh, yeah, four catches for forty-four yards, and one of them was a twenty-yard touchdown run. Um, my my second piece, my second stat: uh, Aaron Donald's hundredth sack of his career in the first quarter. Uh, he became the second player in history to uh, primarily play defensive tackle to earn a hundred plus sacks. Since 1982, joining Hall of Famer John Randall. He's the, the funny, uh, 
funny thing about that sack, I, I don't know if you guys have seen it many years ago. It wasn't ago a sack, Michael really, was it? He, he brushed, no, his, he brushed uh, his I think it was when um, Michael Strahan got his 100th or something like that many years ago, and Brett Favre just kind of laid down for him. And it just reminded me of that. It's just kind of doop, little touch of the shoe, and he just yeah. fell over. It was it was pathetic, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that. He was going to get it regardless. That Strahan one was for the the single season sack record. That's it, the um, single season one, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why it's so... Um, and uh, well infamous i suppose um yeah just yeah, remind me of that funny enough yeah well it was yeah it was similar in, in a few ways i also don't even know if it was a sack really i think they called his knee down when murray might have got the ball away but so they always always put an asterisk on aaron donald's career if you ask me i think should be always <laughs> one sack less than he has achieved actually achieved All right and rounding out the games uh we're covering uh Packers 14, Bucks 12. Um, Tom oh my God. Brady looking picked, very why you, frustrated. Why have you picked this one? I haven't picked this one. We can unpick it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can just... unpick it. We can untalk about it. You know? yeah, we we let, could just let, say... No, nah, let's just fuck that one off. It was a shit game. We don't want to talk about it. Let's pick something better. Right. Come on. Tom, Tom Brady threw his <laughs> tablet on the ground again. Uh, troubles at home. It's just laying, just laying waste to tablets like here, there, and everywhere. He's going to be banned from any Microsoft adverts or Microsoft <laughs> one. Microsoft won't was... want anywhere near their tablet. Or maybe it's giving them more sales. He I don't will, know. He'll become, all... become the face of Apple then. Yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be on the uh, Apple halftime show. Or is this an uh, like all publicity no, is not. good publicity for Microsoft? Like, the, like it's just get all those yeah. viral clips are getting their their stuff look out how, there. Look, look how well our, our Surface tablet smashes. Yeah, I think that worked well. I think they should embrace this and get and give Brady like tens of millions of dollars to come and smash a couple of Microsoft <laughs> in their next adverts uh, segments. I think. Well, we'll work. We'll fuck that game off. To be fair, it was a pretty boring game. Um, you must be overall. able to find a better. You must be able to find a better game. Maybe Dolphins and the back of the Bills. We can we can go into that quick. Um, as long as you're not conscious of time, yeah, we can we can get into that. Um, I mean, let's start with the obvious, that absolute memeable ending to uh, to the game with, yeah, as I mentioned at the start, at the top of the show, uh, Ken Dorsey smashing his office <laughs> space up, which yeah. was, my, my, oh, was a thing of My favourite bit is the fact that he's done it on camera and it's, an assistant's gone, oop, can't show that, and put their hand over the camera. It must be normal because the other guy was just sat next to him, just Ignoring. not even reacting. But but well, what would you do? Like, would you would you sort of push yourself away and be like, whoa, or would you just be like, oh, here he goes again, like head down, hope he don't hit me. <laughs> Reminded me of a like a gamer or something like a streamer when they're like playing yeah. a game and they, they rage quit the NFL. Over. Yeah, you're like, you're <laughs> it seemed like he rage quit there and then, and he's not getting back in the game, like. Um, yeah, he had, he had uh, Madden Mobile up. That was the th- that was the. It's like, the it's like yeah, exactly. It's, it's like it's like when you score it's, you score your fifth touchdown of the day, and you just see so and so is disconnected from the game. <laughs> uh, and all that after the the now infamous butt punt as well. Oh, what a play! Uh, Unreal. Like, so, uh, <laughs> did you did you see did you see Pat McAfee's uh, like description like explanation about what happened? So no, no, so, so basically, like they, they were on the one line. So normally you've got a lot more room, and like people, a lot of people are going, oh, well, why isn't he stood right at the back of the end zone? Because he's like, because he's not. He stood a good yard in, in from the from the from the paint at the back of the end zone. But the problem is, is that if the snap isn't clean, 
and snort straight to you, you've got to have space to adjust your feet, particularly if it's a if it's a powerful one and it's gone go gone to the side a little bit and it's going pasture. You've got to have that room. So the ball comes to him, and then uh, the the guy that he punts in the ass. Um, <laughs> He uh, he he basically just it, it's it's just it's just one of those, it's just one of those things. He just happens to step into right into the path of the ball. It definitely um, it definitely looked like he 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 sat that he, he leaned into it. He leaned into it a little bit suspiciously, mm. if you ask me. Um, <laughs> he he definitely looked like he blocked a little bit like low, like he was definitely further back than he meant to be, or he just wasn't thinking mm. about it because you know that's what his, maybe that's what he normally does. And like you say, there's just usually more space for the punt, but. Oh, un, un, unreal play! I, honestly, I, I love this sport. That's the sort of thing you come and you come into, uh, sit down on the couch and watch on Sundays. That's the sort of, exactly the sort of thing you want to see. Mm-hmm. No, it was, a, it was a proper memeable weekend, <laughs> but fantastic was... result for Miami, uh, regardless of the yeah. the hilarity of the of the ending. Um, oh, me and Dan had actually picked Miami to win on on the previous episode. The Bill, so and, 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 honestly, and honestly, the Bills should have won though. Like let's they be should have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100% should have won. They got in their own way. They made too many mistakes. And you say, oh, they made too many mistakes. That's how they lost the game. So that's why they deserve to lose the game. Uh, yeah, fine. I, I, I think they play this game nine more times and, and the Bills win every I, time. I don't have the, the stats in front of me, but they were on the field so much more. Oh, than it was, well. I, I, yeah, I do have them in front. So they had 40, 40 no. minutes possession compared to 19. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, total yards was 497 to the Bills, 212 to the Dolphins. So they had more than double... The total yardage the yeah. Dolphins had. Um, they ran, they ran, like, they ran ninety offensive plays to the to Miami's thirty nine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If, if 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 the Chiefs lost the game against Indy rather than winning it, the Bills absolutely lost the game against um, Miami rather than winning it. Uh, uh, like Dan's gonna be fuming, but I literally couldn't give a toss. Tua. He had a good fourth quarter, but the rest of the game, I know he was out for a bit, but the rest of the game, he was absolutely nothing special. On that note, um, and, and the fourth quarter, looked... at the, sorry, at the fourth quarter, it was two massive plays as well, like that the big ball, the big, uh, the big pass to um, Jaden Waddle for thirty-two yards, uh, and then um, and then again Waddle for a forty-six-yard game to, to to set up that touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, to to to, to a you know the, his touchdown passes were good, but he wasn't amazing. He just just wasn't amazing. Like, um, yeah, it is being uh, reviewed. Um, if Miami followed concussion protocol correctly, I think that's still being investigated. Nothing's come out of it yet. Uh, so we'll could they could that we'll wait to see. Would could that win get overturned if they didn't? Like what is that? Is that is that win setting state? Because I don't know what the NFL rules are. Like in the Premier League, nothing would be overturned. You'd get a fine. You might be um, you might be docked points. But like, I don't know about the NFL. I don't know how it works in the NFL. I'm, I'm probably wrong on this, but I mean, just feel free to correct me. But I don't think I've ever actually seen anyone get uh, the concussion protocol wrong, as in like intentionally not follow it correctly and then be fined or dot a draft well, pick or but, something. But as well, like, we don't know that teams haven't just got away with it, right? True. It's, uh, I can't imagine it's easy to prove. I mean, you just no, go up to them and be like, did yeah. you follow it correctly? Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, and, like, what players, like, what, 
you, you see it an awful lot where a player is getting pissed off because he can't come back into the game because because the concussion protocol has been followed. So, <coughs> I don't know, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll see what the outcome of that is. But, yeah, Miami, 3 no top of the AFC. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. They've got a pretty favourable schedule ahead. So, it's going to be them and the Bills battling it out in the AFC East and the, and the AFC Conference. Yeah. Right, on to next week's featured games. These are games that are featured on Sky Sports and in primetime. Uh, so we have Miami, yeah, Miami? Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati will be wearing the all-white uniforms. So that could play a factor, maybe. Um, <laughs> some people like to believe in that sort of thing. I'm not some sure idiots, I do. Some idiots. <laughs> Who are we taking? Um, it's a good question. I Cincinnati. want, yeah, I want, um, I don't know what, and I think it's a good story for Miami if they win this and they set themselves up well, as you kind of said, Ryan, for the next few weeks and they're looking at their schedule. I don't trust the Bengals at all. Obviously, we didn't cover their game against the Jets, but the fact is it's a win against the Jets. Doesn't, I don't know if it does much yeah. for you. No. Um, I... It's a dangerous a game against the Jets is a dangerous one, right? Because if you lose it, you've really fucked up. If you win it, all you've done is achieved what was expected <laughs> of you. So there's no win. There's like, there's no winners in a win against the Jets, unless you absolutely slaughter them. Unless you put sixty points up, you don't come out of it smelling like roses. You just don't. Look, when it's your first kind of run in a while as a franchise, obviously I think the Dolphins haven't been in the playoffs for seven years or whatever. It's been a you know, horrific franchise for any fan to follow with all the kind of off-season scandals and the, the ownership issues yeah. there and all, you know, you know the, the litany of head coaches they've gone through. So each week they go on this run, they're going to have to keep proving it and there's always going to continue to be doubters. And this just feels like one of those next tests to check if this is a real team or not, like if this is a really good team or not. Uh, after a tight divisional game in... Miami Heat, which apparently is like one of the hottest uh, days of the year in Florida <laughs> on Sunday, playing uh, away from home on Thursday night, short week in Cincinnati, feels like a letdown game to me, and it feels like a get-right game for Cincinnati uh, yeah. to get to get that offense firing. And I, that's that's the facts, right? Like that's what it feels like. Is it's Miami coming off a divisional game, tight game, short week away from home, Cincinnati, good enough team to get the job done. This is that other test for Miami that you know, can prove that they're actually at the next level under Mike McDaniel. So they've they've probably earned a little bit of faith, but I have to take Cincinnati based on those those factors. Sorry, spending yeah, a little but, bit of time on that one, but uh, I, think, I think it's a really interesting one. Yeah, no, I, I think I'll take Cincinnati as well. I, I just think even with the offensive line issues, I think Joe Burrow is just, just going to throw away over the shop to Chase, to Higgins and I, f- I think the Miami will keep pace, but I'll, I'll give it to Cincinnati. Uh, the Vikings at the oh, Saints. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In... Oh, I didn't. I didn't pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, did you? I thought you picked no, it. Oh, my bad. No, no. Um, I w- I want to pick Cincinnati and for that reason. I'm going to pick Miami just because uh, I never get what I want when it comes to the NFL. <laughs> Poor Nate. Uh, so yes, the Vikings at the Saints in the London game. Um, I think the Saints will be wearing some. They're, they're black helmets, which I don't think I've ever seen. Um, that should be interesting. Um, 
But this also feels like kind of all those lit down games as well. The Vikings will be coming off a win. <laughs> Saints are coming off another pretty terrible loss. But it's a London game, so it could go either way. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, Vikings. I think it could be a really... I mean, it's, it's going to be awful for Saints fans, I think. I think maybe under under two under two scores for the Saints. Uh, and I think the Vikings could put up 35 points. I think it's that, that, that going to be that one-sided, unfortunately. It's not prime time. Kirk's not going to have to worry about that. Uh, <laughs> I think um, it's just, uh, it's, I just think they're, I think they're going to steamroll them. Um, it's about actually as opposite sorry, a prime time game as you can get. No, that's okay. Yeah. I think it's an, as opposite a prime time game as you can get. So really, because yeah. it's you know like six a.m. Uh, and like West Coast yeah, yeah. America at least. So like breakfast time everywhere else at the very least. So if anything, we should see a career game out of Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah, so. maybe he's better earlier in the day. At least, at least it's the Vikings, right? Like at least it's the Vikings for you. Say so you you get to watch your boy ball, even if your team don't. I am a winner. <laughs> I am a winner either way. I think uh, this Sunday. Those straws yeah, take... could not be shorter, could they? Those. Could <laughs> <be> shorter, <laughs> yeah, I'll take the Vikes here. Uh, the the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Chiefs. Um, Chiefs no, no uniform changes here. Um, Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely annihilation. Absolute annihilation as well. Yeah, 40 this, points on the board for the Chiefs. This kind of does have a sort of game that stinks of embarrassment for one I team, mean, and that one team so might be tampering. Yeah, yeah, so the Bucks just the Bucks are in that position at the moment, aren't they? You know, uh, Mikey Douchebag is uh, uh, suspended. They've got injuries. They're not playing well. Tom's, Tom's, Tom's old and he's at it. Right. We could see four tablets smashed this weekend, and I can't wait. <laughs> Well, one we'll thing, on as well, we'll on one, thing one thing as well, yeah, they might they might not actually be played in Tampa because of the storms there. Um, yeah. this this Sunday could be uh, the NFL are kind of looking at options to potentially move it, and they're probably going to make a decision midweek just as a just in case. But Tampa aren't even practicing in in Florida at the moment. Uh, it could actually one of the options apparently is it could actually leads. be played in the yeah well it could, it could actually be played in the Superdome because obviously they're in they're in London this week. Yeah. Um. So that that's obviously an interesting part of the the equation. For this week. Don't matter where it's going to be, they're going to get bulled on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. All right, all taking the Chiefs and the LA Rams at the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football. Uh, this is a really difficult one, right? Because at the moment, the 49ers are terrible. Um, but the Rams don't ever seem to be able to put them to bed, do they? No, that's always the story between these two. However, I think they will this time. I think they. I think. I think. I, I almost didn't want to go with the Rams, but I think they'll. I think they'll do it, and they'll do it relatively. I, it'll be much. I think it'll be. It could even be a carbon copy of the Cards game. I think the Forty Niners are in a really similar situation to the Cardinals at the moment, where it's like we've got a lot of really good players. Why isn't it happening for us at the minute? Um, so we could see a carbon copy of that game. So that's what we're going with. The, the 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 Rams will win by fourteen points or something, but probably it, pro- it probably should be twenty five points that they win by. I um, I we were saying about the Rams Arizona game that uh, it should have been a bigger score. Um, 
line than a, a bigger margin of victory than it was in the end. Um, and I think it's because the Rams kind of invite some close games. Um, and I mean, you know they they keep making mistakes, made a lot of mistakes against the Bills, um, made some mistakes against like some fumbles against Arizona to keep that game closer than it ever should have been. Um, you know, I think San Francisco haven't looked good, but this is that Monday Night Football in their own building. Um, the Rams haven't looked like the Super Bowl team that they were at the end of last season. I think the I think the 49ers take advantage of some of those Ram mistakes that we've seen in the first few weeks and eke out a victory in a, in a close one. Yeah, I think you got Jimmy in his second week, maybe a bit more comfortable. I've taken the Niners by a small margin, possibly yeah, a field goal late last minute, something like that. Um, yeah, it just the, the Niners always just seem to have the number on the Rams. They just win these kind of games, you know, just when you yeah. think the 49ers are, you know, they're one and two coming off a bad loss against Denver. This is the sort of game they go and win and get, you know, stay at two and two. Um, and then they, these are the sort of wins that matter towards the yeah. end of the season when they seem to get hot uh, in December. And, uh, kind of I, can, I can see Nate looking disgusted. I just can't believe, can't believe what I'm hearing. Fuck you now. <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick, no, no, Nick in, in, reality, get... in reality, you're probably right. <laughs> Nick Bosa to get two sacks at least, and Matty Stafford to throw two picks and Niners win. Is... I mean, I picked Miami right last week, so <laughs> it's got to count for something. No, it doesn't. It was luck. Shut up. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> you're, you're, you were brown nosing Dan. That's what happened. <laughs> maybe, maybe just a bit. Right. Um, that wraps that up. On to the power rankings. Um, yeah. So, so I haven't actually got anything for right, this, Nate. What, what so, do you want to do? Right, Ryan, what I want you to do, because you're hosting, so you can continue to host. Um, what, I want <laughs> to, what, what I want you to do is a rundown, 32, 32 to uh, 11. Just tell us, tell us position, team, and then how many places they're rising or falling. Right. Here we go. So, <laughs> yeah. at 32, we have the Houston Texans low, uh, dropping by two. At 31, we have the Atlanta Falcons rising by one. Uh, at 30, we have the New York Jets uh, dropping by one. At 29, we have Seattle dropping by two. At 28, we have Chicago rising by three. At 27, you have New England rise, uh, dropping by four. 26, you have Carolina rising by 2. 25, you have Washington dropping by 3. 24, you have Las Vegas dropping by 6. 23, Pittsburgh dropping by 7. 22, Cleveland rising by 2. 21, Arizona uh, dropping by 6. At 20, you have New York Giants rising by 5. At 19, you have the Detroit Lions rising by 1. At 18, you have the Tennessee Titans rising by three. Uh, oh, God. At 17, you have the Dallas Cowboys uh, rising by two. Uh, at 16, you have New Orleans dropping by a whopping eight points. <laughs> uh, eight points, eight, eight places. At uh, 15, you have the Indianapolis Colts rising by two. 14 and 13, you have Cincinnati and Denver, which uh, have not dropped or risen. At 12, you have Jacksonville, who have risen by an absolutely humongous 14 places. Uh, and that, and at... that's, sorry, let me just interrupt. That's fully because Alan has them sixth. He does. Sixth. Absolute um, whopper. God. 
I've just noticed for, that. Uh, yeah, for context, Nate has them at 12, Ross has them at 10, I have them at 10. Yeah, and I actually don't, I actually don't feel happy with I actually don't feel happy with a ten either, but it's a really is that too, is that too uh, is it because is that because it's too high? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, maybe at least by a couple of spots, I think looking at it now. But it's just such a weird league at the moment. I did it. notice between us three, those kind of if they win there, again, it's very similar. Yeah, if if they win again this week, I don't have a problem being with them being in the top ten. But like they started, they started like thirtieth or something. Week what were they week one? Uh, week yeah. one, uh, week Jack- one. Jack- Jacksonville were twenty seventh. There's no way they're sixth now. It's just not. It's crazy. Anyway, sorry, carry yeah. on. Um, and then finally, you have San Francisco, who have dropped by one, and that rounds out thirty two to eleven. So, what, so there's a uh, obviously like Jack. We 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 just sort of did a bit of a debrief on Jacksonville rising fourteen spots. Um, there are some weird. There are some weird moves. New Giants lost to the Dallas Cowboys this week and they've risen five but that's more <laughs> that's more because of the hangover from the first three the first two weeks uh three weeks where where they've been much lower and they sort of they're gradually rising um so that, that it's that and there are a lot of teams around them that have dropped quite a few places um so they've they've risen purely by default like that's not that's not us going they're much better than we had them they, they're still they are You'll probably see them fall two or three next week, I reckon. Yeah, um, I mean, if, I think if you can imagine the Giants, they were sort of like, if you picture it, they're just about to take the next step and whoop, they're yeah, falling off. So that kind of describes them pretty well. I wanted to tell you guys the uh, game of week, game of week four, uh, the battle of the two and one teams in uh, two big cities in the US. There's the Chicago Bears versus the New York Giants. Oh, um, goodness me! To decide, <laughs> probably to decide who just. I mean, because one of those teams is going to be three and one, and I know we're with these power rankings. There's a predictive element to it, and we yeah. probably don't believe any of them are going to go on and get ten wins. But at that point, a three and one team, you have to give them some sort of respect to be able to come out of some close games and at least sneak outside of the uh, sneak into the top twenty or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, imagine how ridiculous it is, like going into week five and you've got a four, like you've got like a three three and one team, and they're sat twenty fifth. You know, I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, if you look at the teams they've both beaten, then they're probably all kind of teams going to be in that, that are around them, right? Team, anyway, yeah, or like teams that are around them. But if you're you're battling to be, you know, in the mid the midway uh, of mid, middle of the power <laughs> rankings at that point, yeah, you have to give I, them some respect for going three and one. Yeah, I find it really fascinating that uh, we've got uh, Detroit, Dallas, New Orleans, and Indianapolis more or less together tennessee are spoiling the party for detroit there some but the four the four hosts teams are basically within five spots that's uh are we um are we we officially like the mid podcast like just (laughs) (laughs) we are we are we are the podcast of uh mediocrity and content there's no there's no there's no striving for for greatness there's no settling for 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 abject failure, we just we sit right on the middle. We are on the fence. It doesn't sound like us, does it? Somehow, are we the Andy? Are we are we the Andy Dalton a podcast? Oh no, that <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Joe Flacco. I mean, <laughs> to, to kind of kind of reflects how crazy this year has been in the first three weeks. Given in terms of fan representation, the best we've had is a Miami Dolphins fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, we had, we had a Jackson. We had a Jaguars fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I take it. Oh, why are all why are, why are all the guests fans of better teams than us so far this year? Oh. <laughs> and they're all Florida. All from Florida, apparently. Is it because because there are more teams above us than there are below? Yeah, no, I check so. Um, okay. Uh, it, it must rankle a little bit for the Saints dropping from eighth to sixteenth, but that was a really diabolical loss, wasn't it? No, it's 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 deserved. Um, <laughs> it's really deserved. Like. It, you know, the more the bigger the sample size, the more obviously we understand about these teams. And I think we learned yeah. that that when they get that comeback win week one against the Falcons, it kind of makes sense because the Falcons are going to you know be a bit friskier than we might have thought at the start of the season. But ultimately, they're not going to be very good. Probably a top six, yeah. top eight pick. And then I don't think the Bucks are as good as we thought they were going to be. And then Carolina, he just it's just honest and inexcusable that performance against Carolina. So yeah, yeah the whole NFC South a bit miserable at the moment. Mm. Yeah, very much so. so. So, Ryan, let's go one by one through the top ten then. So, what do you want to kind of touch on each team as we go? Yeah, yeah, we don't need to sort of right. talk about too much. About a line from each of us, maybe a little bit of rebuttal. Right. So, at number ten, we have the Minnesota Vikings that have risen by two. Um, I mean, yeah, beat Detroit by four points. They're not going to be rising. They're they're a top ten team, I think, throughout the season. But just, yeah, the win the win isn't going to shift them massively. The, yeah, the, they, they, wouldn't the have, one... they wouldn't. They wouldn't have risen. Sorry, so they wouldn't have risen if it weren't for uh, the 49ers and the Saints dropping as like they did. So yeah, the, they kind the, of a, a result of others. I was just going to say the week one win against the Packers is the more impressive, the most impressive result on yes. on the resume because I think we know yeah. where the Packers are going to be. Uh, later on in the season, so that's the more yeah. impressive yeah. one. Um, I think, I think as well. Up. I think as well. Like, there's always the thing with like uh, the best teams find a way to win regardless of whether they're playing well or not, and that's certainly what uh, the Vikings did Sunday night. Yeah, right? like, absolutely. Like they, yeah. they came from behind. Um, they shouldn't have been behind. They shouldn't. They probably shouldn't have been behind, but they were, and they managed to grind out that victory anyway. So. Yep. Uh, at nine, we have the LA Chargers dropping by five. I think we kind of all know why. They're absolutely beaten up all over the show. Typical Chargers, full of promise going into season. Injuries, disappointment, drops. Yeah, yeah. So, so Jacksonville were 26th last week. Just 26th. They've risen, they've risen more than half the... Well, they've risen by about th- almost half of the league up this week. Um, you can't lose to a team that were that far behind you and not suffer. And again, the predictive element, like I said earlier, we're probably going to see them tumbling down that order because all of their best players are injured. Yep. Anything to add on that, Ross? No, I think they're going <laughs> to with all the with all the injuries. I think they're going to they're going to tumble down. I I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so at number eight, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks dropping by five. Uh, kind of touched on it as well earlier. Tom Brady's very frustrated, keeps breaking Microsoft tablets, players suspended, again, players injured, just not playing very well. Nothing I think so. they're good enough around. I think they're good enough. This is probably their spot for a little while, to be honest. Yeah. Because they're they're going to be the best team in the NFC South. Um, so they're going to be around the playoffs. Um, for a while, and I think that's probably a good spot for them at the moment, given the performances. They're going to be the uh, they're going to be the lowest automatic qualifier, aren't they? For postseason, yeah. 
Uh, number seven, the LA Rams, who haven't moved from that spot. I think they're kind of similar to Tampa Bay. I think they'll be probably around that spot for most of the season. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if they kick on and and smash, smash the NFC West, um, and end up, end up being second or third seed, maybe first seed even, and uh, depending on depending on how the Eagles continue going, uh, maybe Green Bay just because they've got a, a cuck of a division, but like, uh, uh, generally, <laughs> generally it's getting better, it's getting better, but. <laughs> They're still going to win more games in that division than they're not. Than they're not so, um, yeah, yeah, they won, but it wasn't impressive. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, at number six, uh, the aforementioned Green Bay Packers rising by five. Um, this is probably the most expected move um, out of the kind of top ten, you know, teams or the ten teams just outside the top ten. I said it before the season. We all like, you know, it takes a game for Rogers to get something out of the receivers, and then it's fine. They seem to be on that track already. Yeah, I think we um, probably one of the bigger cases of the them being eleven last week, uh, being a bit too week to week and counting too much on that week one lost the Vikings a little bit too much. Uh, the reality is they're going to be a good all year with Aaron Rodgers, the defense, and the more chemistry they get with the, that receiving core, the better. Um, so yeah, probably one of the more the most obvious examples of us taking it a little bit too week to week and um, putting them at any point outside the top ten. So I think they're going to be good um, the whole rest of the season. Yep. Uh, at number five, you have the Kansas City Chiefs dropping by three. Um, they'll they'll be in the top five probably most of the season, but this is just a result of a. Yeah, just at that horrific you, loss to the Indy. In the, really. in the in the current in the current state that India are in, if you're not beating them and you're in the top five, you don't belong in the top five this week. Pure and simple. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably maintain it around that for most of the season, but yeah, they they should. Yeah, as we've mentioned earlier, they should have beaten them. They didn't, so they drop. Uh, anything that went Ross? No, I, I think it's it's fair. Like this is that probably us learning a little bit from potentially the Green Bay one when we knocked them back too far for that week one loss. Like this is us saying, you know, they have to be held accountable for a loss to the the Colts in this this situation. But ultimately, the Chiefs are still going to be, you know, they're the team to beat in the FC West, so they still yeah. deserve the top five spot at this point. Um, and we'll see moving forward if if the offense can get it going. And number four, the Baltimore Ravens rising by two. Um, I don't really know why we had them lower than that before because they, they, they started quite low. To be fair, yeah, they were. I think that first game they were a bit slow out of the gate. So I week, correctly, they... week week one they were tenth. Uh, week two they were fifth. Week three they were sixth. But that was because people around them were rising rather than them falling. Um, yeah, and and they also lost. That's the that was the loss for that was the loss to Miami, and then week four. That's the one, yeah. And then week four, they're sort of climbing back up. So yeah, it's kind of just. I I, I would yeah. I would be surprised if it wasn't one of Baltimore or Buffalo that was the AFC number one seed at the end of the season. 
it's between them. Yeah. No, no, no. Chiefs will be there or thereabouts, but I think Baltimore and uh, Buffalo just look better. I think they'll move above the uh, the team that I'm about to mention. But Ross, did you have anything to add? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I keep saying sample size, but it's crucial. Now we have a little bit more because uh, that Miami loss, that that looked really bad last week. Now Miami beat Buffalo, and now that loss doesn't look so bad because Miami looked like a proper team. So, but it's, but it's um, also an outlier, isn't it? Like it's not, it's it's not what you can expect from the Ravens week to week. It's 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 very much an anomaly. Yeah. Uh, and then the aforementioned Miami Dolphins at number three, rising by six. Um, we all know why. The you know, uh, grinded out three pretty good wins now. Yeah, to a. As, uh, as Nate said, hasn't played massively impressive, but they're getting it done. That's what counts. They've got it done against Baltimore and Buffalo, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I said about uh, uh, about Minnesota, right? You, teams that make teams that make it to championships find ways to win when they're not playing great. Uh, Miami are finding 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 ways to win when two is playing fine. He's not doing anything overly wrong. He's not doing. He's not incredible. He's doing exactly what he needs to do to get the wins, and that's all you can really ask for for a quarterback, especially one that's been so doubted over the past several several months, like Tua. I think I and think three, I think three yep. is a bit a bit high, personally. But. I think I think this is probably their peak for the season. Really, think, uh, they deserve it though. Like I think three and zero. There's yeah. only two three and zero teams, and we'll see the other one in a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they are probably just about deserving of it now. I don't think. I, I, I think you know they'll be they'll be top ten come the end. Come the end, if they carry on the way yeah. they go. Definitely. Uh, at number two, you have the Buffalo Bills dropping from their top spot down uh, down by one. Um, I did in for a very brief moment when I was doing these the other day. Did consider whether I should drop them behind Miami, but I thought it's one game. They're still probably going to win the AFC. They're still probably going to win the AFC West at West East. Um, so nah, nah, two's two's fine for them. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, I I I think putting Miami above uh, Buffalo at the moment is incredibly reactionary. I just don't think Miami are a better team than Buffalo at all. Buffalo, Buffalo had an off day. That's all it was. You know, like, 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 it's probably the most uncomfortable, uncomfortable conditions to play a game of football in. Uh, and Miami are much more suited to that heat than Buffalo players. So it shouldn't be all that much of a surprise that they lost in reality. Like, you wouldn't expect Jacksonville to go to Green Bay and play in 17 foot of snow and win a game, would you? So why do we expect, <laughs> no. why do we expect a team that plays in. Buffalo to go to like a tropical city and win a game on what's like the hottest weekend of the year or whatever. Like crazy yeah, talk, they're, absolutely crazy. Their players were almost dead. So. Yeah, I mean, is it? I was reading. I can't remember who it was. There's a there's a there was a Buffalo player who said himself, "I'm from South Florida. Even I was throwing up and needed an IV after the game." Yeah, I forget. Um, yeah, so I forget who that was? It's it's. I, I had Buffalo number one still. I, I think they're still the best team in football. I, and it was, I, did, uh, I did to begin with. I did, uh, but I think... Uh, I don't know. I think, if, I, I think if this weekend 
Buffalo and Philly, squ- Philly uh, squared off. I think Philly would have won, so that's why I bumped them above. But it really, it really, uh, it's it's a toss up in it, really. Yeah. And then the aforementioned Philadelphia Eagles at number one, rising by four for obvious reasons. They're just brilliant in every aspect of their game at the moment. I wish Philly had come in and taken Frank Reich and left us Nick Sirianni. <laughs> and Jane that, that's that, a, that's that, a poetry. That, that, that man can scheme an offense. Frank, I'm not so sure. Yeah. The, um, I'm not going to die on this hill. Just the, the only thing I'll say about the Eagles and why I had them at two is that the Vikings win was impressive, but that's their most impressive win so far. I think the they beat the Lions, um, you know, not a playoff team last year. Vikings also weren't a playoff team last year. This week, who did the Eagles beat? It's looking, oh, the Washington. You know, I just haven't, yes, beat, haven't beaten a playoff team this, this year. Jacksonville's n- next week might be, this coming week, might be their toughest test so far, and that's still not a playoff team from last year. Um, it's, the, it's the only thing I'm holding against them at the moment is that with the, again, I keep saying sample size, but, you know, it's it's true. So, uh, it's, a, three, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Three, three games, uh, three games, three wins against non-playoff teams from last year on paper, I think you've got to have a little bit of a pinch of salt. Um, so 3-0 and deserve to be in the top five because they're one or two, only 3-0 and teams in the league. Um, but it's why I have Buffalo because my, my eyes say that Buffalo are still the better football team at the moment. Um, but I'm not going to die on that hill because Philly have been very impressive so far. Yeah, it's this difficult one, isn't it? Because they're playing really, really good football on all sides. Yep. But at yep. the same time, they also have the easier schedule. So it's it's a balance, isn't it? So, um, yeah. Any Anything more to add on the power rankings, guys? Fuck Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I, think they're so, I've, I think they're so overhyped. It's ridiculous. And I don't even know if that's in the media. That's literally just Tom. I I I think they are pretenders. I don't. I think their That's issues the I will. For. I think they they think they will grow out some of their issues, but I think they are pretenders. Uh, I think I, I think Russ has Russ has looked exactly as bad as he did last season, albeit in a slightly better, in a fairly comfortably better team. But not by much though. Not offensively. No, yeah. they've been, if anything, a lot worse than, than last year. I, I think they're going to massively regret that contract. Oh, yeah, possibly. So. Early, early, still early, still early. Yeah, but it's not looking good when you can only beat San Fran by one point and all because of a safety. It's not, not the look of a, a playoff team. No. But they might sneak in because, they're, well, the Raiders have got Josh McDaniels and the Chargers... Haven't got anyone <laughs> at the moment. So, so. Uh, so close to a uh, Scorigami as well, by the way. That eleven ten. It was. Only one more eleven uh, ten scoreline in NFL history. I thought it was it, probably. And it was recent as well, like two thousand eighteen or something. Yeah, I think it was Steelers Chargers. It was in the it was in the comments of the the Scorigami tweet. Um, but yeah, everyone loves a Scorigami. Yeah, indeed they do. Well, I think that wraps up everything. Anything more to add? No, I need a piece of story up. Right. Thank you very much, Nate and Ross, uh, for this week. It's been great. I've enjoyed doing this, actually. Uh, Hope to do it again soon.
not not trying to knock Anon off his porch, but you know, it's, it's been fun. Fight the death. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a podcast with me and Anon battle it out for the Ryan hosting privileges. Ryan won't turn up. <laughs> The hosting, hosting privileges of the Andy Dalton podcast. Right now, I've got to do please, the thing where I tell people where to find the. Uh... Please stop calling it the Andy Dalton podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to do the thing where I tell people where to find the Twitter, and I barely use my Twitter. Find us on Twitter at Tough Show Official. You can come and find us all over the place. Uh, we're anywhere we are we're tough show official or you can search for the un-american football show on google and it will turn up our podcast and all of our various accounts on things listen to us on spotify google uh apple amazon audible breaker uh and loads more there we have it say goodbye to to the last people ross Oh, you stole it from me. <laughs> go on, you do it, you do it. Say goodbye to the nice people, Ross. Not a performing monkey, guys. You can't both say you can't both demand things of me and then expect me to just say bye to everyone. But because I'm a nice guy, say I'll say it. bye I'm to everyone. Bust him for a piss. <laughs> right. Bye guys.